Welcome to Humorous Podcast. It's Melissa. And Vinny Caggiano. No, that was bad. That was horrible. Just fucking erase that. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Mel. And uh, today you're not going to hear uh, who you might think you're going to hear. We have somebody very special here today. We have Whitney. You've heard her name plenty of times. She's been on before. And as you know, she's part of Humorous Podcast. And she came home. Yes, I'm back stateside. She is. And she came home to uh, tie some things up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year. Okay. You know, Happy we're in year. a new year, 2017. I don't want to start it off with negativity and, you know, um, bad vibes. However, I do feel that because I have been out of the country and unable to defend myself, I do have to come in a little bit strong, okay. a little bit strong this first episode. And um, I'll be, I'm not even going to waste time. I'm not. Um, <laughs> Please don't. So for the new listeners, um, I know that Vin has accused me or did accuse me on an episode of trying to use the Twitter to meet the Spice Girls. Yes, he did. And for those of you who don't know, Melissa put me in charge of the Twitter. Correct. Okay. Now, for those of you who actually know something about, you know, trying to get people involved in doing some, uh, I guess, publicity type stuff, getting listeners, you would know that the way to get people who would never even think to look you up to see your name would be to attach it to something that's a little bit more popular that's going on that maybe when they search for it, yours comes up, oh, hey, let me check that out. That's what people actually know something about it, know that, you know, that that's how you do it. I'm like Ben. She said it, I didn't. Right. However, I have to agree. I think you're being a little bit too easy. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, I don't, am I starting to try to start trouble here now? I, I don't know. Maybe. The maybe. Maker. But, uh, you know. So, the, uh, there was an episode of Saturday Night Live where they did a um, stewardess, the stewardess saying, uh, I think it was Wannabe. It was one of the Spice Girls songs. So, like, I did the hashtag, which immediately associates us with anyone who searches that. I hashtagged Spice Girls and whatever. And, um, and because it has been on previous episodes that I'm a Spice Girl fan. And then Vin accused me of trying to meet the Spice Girls. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna leave it at this because I think that this this speaks volumes. There's a reason I'm in charge of Twitter and you're not. <laughs> um, because okay. I know what I'm doing. Okay. So step off, son. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair step enough. Off, then. So Whitney, I'm going to ask you right here on the mic: Were you trying to cash in on meeting the Spice Girls through humorous Twitter accounts? I was not. If I wanted to meet the Spice Girls, I think a better route would probably be to go to a concert or something. It might get <laughs> right. a little bit closer. Correct. Um, right. And I went to a concert uh, a long time ago when I was significantly younger than what I am now. Right. So, you know, been there, done that. I didn't actually meet them, but still. I was trying to get more listeners for Humorous because I put time, effort, and energy into that other than just recording on this mic. Right. Not going to call any names. Vin, no names. No. But um, <laughs> that was the job that I was given, and that's the job I was following through with. So uh, okay. get off my nuts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get off my nuts. Get off the nuts, Finn. <laughs> this is what it's come down to, the nuts. And get I, off. And I have to say, too, the uh, the 
roasting, I guess, of Vin that happened before was over the muffin and the driving and what a terrible co-pilot he was. And it must have just been his presence lingering in my car. Right. That caused all the mishaps yesterday. My God, what a shit show it was getting here. (laughs) Then your shit show lingers. Yes. Yes, this is for sure. I could attest. And I'll get to where it came in into play in in the shenanigans from yesterday. But for the new listeners, I live in the Dominican Republic and I'm a teacher. And I come home for holidays, and I'm here for a few weeks uh, during Christmas and during the summer and visit. And um, when I'm home, I decided over the summer it would be cheaper to just buy, like, this little – it's called a Pixie One Touch. Like, it's just a little cheap phone or whatever and get the unlimited data and talk for a month. And then I could just rebuy the card instead of having to buy the starter kit every time I came home. So in an attempt to buy money – to save money, I bought a little cheap phone. And that's all you need. It's all I need. What do you stuff done. Need? And yeah. then I have my iPhone that I can connect to Wi-Fi, whatever, whatever. So I'm on my way to see Melissa yesterday, which this trip has been interrupted and postponed. That must have also been Vin's presence. Right. And, um... No stabs. No. No stabs. Not Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. And, um, Mm-mm. I'm two hours away from my home, about an hour away from where Melissa is. Correct. And the pixie dies... And I'm like, that's fine. I'll just charge it because I've got the little thing for my car. Well, it won't pick up a charge in my car. So I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll just go get another another charger. Go right. buy another charger. Still won't work. So then I go into a store and ask if I can plug it into one of their outlets to see if it'll charge, you know, in a in a wall. What kind of store was this, Whitney? It was, called, it was Plato's Closet. Which is a secondhand clothing store. So it's a closet. So it's not a phone store. No, it's they, not know a phone <laughs> they know absolutely nothing about phones. They know absolutely nothing about phones. Okay, I just want to. I just want to get that out there. I wasn't even going to say that. Okay, part. <laughs> no, you're going to say okay. it. Go ahead. So I plug my phone into the wall, and the poor cashier girl happened to be the closest one to me, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, it still won't cut on. Is the phone broken? Is there something <laughs> wrong with the phone? And another girl's looking at. Me. She's just a little college girl. She's like. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> you are not at Verizon. I don't know anything about your phone. And then, I didn't tell you this, she pops the back off and goes, like, takes out the battery, blows on it, and puts it back in like it's an original Nintendo game. No, right? Anyway. <laughs> did she really? Yes. So then she tried. She did. However, okay. I looked at my phone later, and there's a crack in the back thing where, because she struggled to get the thing open, so she broke my case. No way. <laughs> I think I need, like, 1050 from her. <laughs> right? Just to replace the right? case. Right? But you anyway. know, I mean, she's trying to be helpful a little bit. In the end, she ends up damaging your property. She I, does. You know, I think you should go back there and, you know, lay down the law a little bit. I should. Right? And cash in. I'm going to throw this in. out there. I brought in some clothes to sell to get a little bit of extra cash. Right. They didn't take any of my clothes. My God, I guess I'm not fashionable at all. <laughs> they didn't take any of them? No. They're like, I'm sorry. And they have this spiel that's supposed to be nice. But it just kind of got on my nerves. Like, just give me the clothes and say, you know what? It didn't work. But it didn't work for us. It's not the style, right? Like, this whole thing that's supposed to make you feel better that just made me, shut up, little girl. Just give right. me the clothes. You're right. not taking it. You're not giving me any money. Shut up. Not to mention. Yeah. You're not giving me any money. You didn't do any fucking help with my phone. I know. Give me the clothes, right? Because at this point, she's she's two strikes. Exactly. She's not fixed your phone. Not giving me any money. She's not giving you any money. And the thing is, I'm thinking Bitch. that the phone is going to charge. So I'm like, I've spent an hour in the store. I feel like I need to buy something now. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like I've spent an hour sucking their energy. Right. I feel like I need to buy something. So I bought a little pair of flats that I can wear to work. You know, whatever. 
And then I go to get the phone and it still won't work. Oh my God, the damn thing still won't charge. It's at zero. It will not pick up a charge. So I get that and I'm like, oh, I'll go to Walmart where I bought the phone. Walmart fixes everything, right? Right. So I go into Walmart and I go to the electronics department. And I'm still not even in the town that you're in. Right. And two hours away from home. And I go to the electronics department and there's a guy. He's got on like the shirt and the name tag and everything. and uh, But he's on the phone. And I'm like, maybe he's just helping someone. So I'm kind of standing there waiting for him to get off the phone. And he's like giving them some sort of like SIM card number or something. And I'm like, maybe he's helping someone walk through something. And I'm like, sir, um, I bought this phone from here and now it won't charge. Do you guys sell replacement batteries so that I can just replace the battery in it? No. I just kind of looked at him and I was like, uh, okay. Then he looks at, he gets on the phone and he's like, and I want to set it up under an anonymous account. What the hell are you doing right now? No way. Like what the kind of stalker shit are you setting up on the clock while I'm trying to get my phone fixed and you just look at me and say no? No way. And then I, I the make anonymous account. Yeah, he's like, I just want to set it up under an anonymous account. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I'm like, sir. Shady I'm, people of Walmart. I'm only in the country for a couple of weeks. And so that I just have this little cheapo phone. And, you know, I really don't want to have to buy a whole new one. You know, what is there anything I can do? Can I can I switch the service if I get another phone? Yeah. And then he's like, no, Greenville, North Carolina. And he's like yelling at the lady on the phone. So maybe he was off the clock. I don't know. But he should have been making that call in the back. No, correct. Or he should have said, hey, I'm off the clock and you get somebody else. Or, you know, I mean, do what are you doing? Do something. What are you doing? Do something. Stop it. So then I'm like, all right, you're obviously not going to be any help. So I go look at the straight talk phones because that's what I have. And they have like $19.99 phones, $25, $35. And they're all sold out. The cheapest phone they have is $50. I'm here three more days. Right, right. I'm not spending 50 bucks to be mm-hmm. here. And most of the rest of the trip, I'm going to be at home where I have Wi-Fi anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Doesn't make any sense I'm at not, all. So then I get this other guy who's walking around the house. Maybe he'll be a little bit more helpful because he's not behind the counter on the phone. Maybe he'll be more helpful. Excuse me, sir. Um, this phone doesn't work and I bought it from here. And, you know, can I, do you guys have any other phones? Can I just replace the phone and switch the service? Because I've already paid 45 bucks for unlimited talk and text for a month. I'm leaving in three days. I'm not paying another 45 on top of a phone. So he's like, oh, yeah, we can switch the service. And I'm like, okay, well, what, you know, what are my phone options? He's like, well, the cheapest one we have is this one. And I looked at him and I said, sir, I'm only here three more days in the country. I really don't want to pay $50 for a new phone. And he's like, well, Here's one you can get from, I don't know, whatever other company it is. It's only $12, but it's a damn flip phone. My phone is dead. It will not hold a charge. I don't know anyone's number. We don't remember numbers anymore. You no, type in a name don't. and call. Exactly. And does, does a flip phone even like let you access Facebook? Like, aren't those old phones not even set up to access Facebook? For or... $12.88, I really don't think I could have done right. much with it other yeah, than yeah. make calls and text. Okay. I don't have a phone number. What the hell am I supposed to do? So at this point, I'm really fighting off a panic attack because I don't want to have to drive two hours back home. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, maybe they have a GPS like setup and I can just look up the directions and remember it. Right. Or at least what exit to look for, whatever. Because the whole problem is she doesn't know how to get to my house. Exactly. You don't know how, how, like you just, you don't remember. Yeah. It's been a while. You don't know my address. You you, you have no way to get in touch with me at this point. You know, I'm sitting there like, what? You there? 
wet. Hello? Yeah, wet? Is everything all right? You know yeah. what I mean? Because there's really no communication. Nothing. You have you have no means for this at this point. Yes. You, you can't even call me. If You couldn't even ask the lady at the at the clothing store, can I just use your phone then? Your hands are completely tied. Because I don't have a number. Have I could nothing. have called home, but right. what are mom and dad going to tell me how to come home or how to get home? Right, right, right. Exactly. So I leave Walmart, and on my way out the door, I ask people, do you know how to get to Salem, North Carolina? Now, mind you, there's a <laughs> GPS from 1972 in my car that I'd already tried to put Salem, North Carolina, in, and it didn't come up. You want to know why? Because there is no fucking Salem, <laughs> North Carolina. It's Selma. <laughs> Right. So it was a total shit show. So I have an aunt and uncle that live in Greenville, but they were working that day. So I go and sit in their driveway and wait for one of them to go home, get home so that I can use their internet. Finally get here at what, seven? I was supposed to be here at six. But anyway, in the midst of my... I'm sorry, correction. You were supposed to be here between three and four. Oh, yes. Yes, three and four. Okay, so now I'm worried. You're talking about your panic? Now now mine has has set in, okay? (laughs) Because usually I respond. I'm pretty good about it. Exactly. And so it was so out of character for you not to say... Hey, I'm running late. You know, so at that point, it was like, this is so not like her. Like, I hope Mm -hmm. everything's okay. What's, she hasn't even read the messages. Like, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. trying to, because we all know where my mind goes. We've been there. Uh, The whole year of 2016, we've been down this path with my mind, right? (laughs) So we don't need to go there, but this is what's happening on my end. Speaking of you seeing that I hadn't even checked the messages, because we Facebook message when I'm here. Because my number changes every time I'm home. It's just easier. I get up one morning, because I'm staying with my parents now that I'm home. I get up one morning and come downstairs, and Mom goes, what were you doing up at 2 a.m. last night? And I'm like, maybe she just heard me upstairs. I'm like, I didn't get out of bed, though. No, she had looked on my on Facebook Messenger to see the last time I was active. I didn't message her on Facebook. She was straight stalking me. No yes. way. No way. 29, almost 30 years old. Mom's checking to see the last time I was on Facebook. And here's a question. Were you on at 2 in the I morning? I was. Okay, because this is what I've noticed with those timestamps thing. I, I think they're inaccurate. They're, like, I am probably showing active right now because everything's hooked up to the phone. I don't know if it's if you go into any app or whatever, but I will legitly be off. And Brittany or, you know, whoever will be like, was everything all right? Because, like, I wrote to you and then, like, later find out I was showing active the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or same thing with Brittany. I'll see her up at my you know, 10 o'clock at night, which is, like, her 3 or 4 in the morning. So I write her. I'm like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is everything all right? Like, why is she up so late? Like, is everything okay? And then later she'll be like, yeah, sorry. I was sleeping. I didn't get back to you. But it shows active. So those stamps and activeness, yeah. they're not very... I'm just not sure. So that's why I asked, were you? But you were guilty. You yeah. were up at 2 in the morning. I was. Mom was stalking I'm you. 29 years old. I was up at 2 in the morning. I'm not really sure what's wrong with me. Right. right. Um, it was way past <laughs> right. my bedtime. How dare you? How dare you? So I go to my aunt and uncle's and I get in the car and Melissa, I'm like, it's a shit show. Give me your address. I'll be there in an hour or whatever. And then I'm in the car and I have no, like my phone doesn't work, which reminded me of our trip this summer with Vin where my GPS or whatever was, or I didn't have charge or something. And I've got Vin trying to be my co-pilot and tell me where to go. And he's showing the muffin. And I thought, my God, all I need is Vin in the car with a muffin right now. That's all I need. (laughs) That's it. That's all I need. Bring it back. My God. Bring it back. The shenanigans. But I made it. You did make it. And and that's what matters. Yes. And so we're happy, but it was a, it was a big 
to it's do. It's so funny when I get the message, it's like, it's a big shit show. I'll explain when I get there. And I instantly laugh at that because my whole thing is, it's always a shit show. You know what I mean? Isn't if it, it involves me or any of my friends, it's always a shit show story yes. that has to be discussed. And so instantly, before I even know what the shit show is, I'm laughing. Yes. I think it's funny. Yes. I'm sorry you went through that, but you know, it was a little bit funny. You had a shit show. And I'm not the only one. That makes me feel good. Let you me know? tell you a the little most bit. ironic part of this is when I was going into the store to get the charger, because at this point I'm not freaking out. I'm like, whatever, the charger's not working. I'll just get a different charger, plug it in, and it'll be fine. I'm walking into the store, and I heard a dog barking and saw the lady slam her car door like, you know, shut up, little yappy dog. And I knew the feeling. I have a chihuahua. I understand. Right. Shut up. You're fine. But um, next thing I know, I hear the lady go, I hope I come back in my next life and I look just like you. And I kind of whipped my head around and I was like, excuse me? Like, I didn't really understand what was happening. And she's like, you got a banging body. And I just kind of looked at her and, you know, we were talking and come to find out she's a, she's in her 60s, a 60 year old lady. And she just moved here from California and she was talking about how females here are so mean and so rude She's like, I told this lady the other day how nice looking she was. She said, are you a lesbian? Do you want to get with me? I told her, have you lost your damn mind? <laughs> you look good, but you don't look that good. I've been married for 40 years. Anyway, and I, you know, I walked away from the lady. I thanked her and walking away, I felt really good about it. And she's like, you know, I know the men check you out. And I was like, well, some of them. And that's when she said this in it. Kind of made my day. She was like, "Them white boys want women to be twigs. That ain't right. Women ain't supposed to be built like that." And I told her, "Honey, that's why I've not dated white boys." Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, let her know, right? But, now, did she think that was oh, hilarious? Yeah, she, she lost her mind, me. right? Yes. Oh, I love it. And I walked away from it feeling good, and I thought, "This is gonna be a good day." Then yes. I get in the car, and the damn charger won't work. And then it all went, went downhill. downhill from there. She was like voodoo lady. You had yes. no idea what she walked into, yes. right? Keep the compliment. Let the charger work. But yes. anyway, okay. It was a but a you know what? That actually brought us into a conversation when you got here, and you told me the shit show, and we were laughing about how how much we don't realize. We come to depend My God, on the technology, on our phone, on being. You're right. We do not memorize numbers anymore. You lose your phone, you're screwed. Um, we do not. You know, we don't have to mentally Addresses, remember. Yeah, we don't have to mentally remember that because you know what? We know next time we go, we could just GPS it again, and boom, we're there. Mm-hmm. We we don't have to remember these things anymore because we are so dependent now on that device. I'm guilty of it too. I'm, I am I definitely am. And it's funny because we'll talk about old phone numbers from the past. I could tell you my old phone number. My dad and um, my stepmom have had the same number for years. I can tell you that one. Mm-hmm. I can tell you my friend's old phone numbers from back in the day when I was younger. But anything other than that, I could not yep. tell you. Anything in this, this day and age, I, I could not give you a number. Absolutely not. Nope. There's no reason to. I can call my mom, my dad, my neighbors, and my grandma. And that's yes. about it. Right, right, right. Exactly. Because they've had the same number for 100 years. Right. Even, it didn't hit me until last night. Like, we're so dependent on the phones. Melissa, uh, Rich had been setting up the TV in the bedroom where I was going to sleep so that I yes. could watch something to go to bed. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. I don't watch TV. It's fine. No big deal. I get in bed. 
and I'm like, oh, I'll pull up my book on Kindle oh, no. to read it to go to sleep because that's what I always right, do. Right, right. No book, no Kindle. So I just kind of laid there and I was like, shit, am I going to fall asleep tonight? Right. Because it's just, it's part of my routine. It's habit. Exactly. Like, take away all the the technology you have and just for one day and just see how much you're used to using it. It's absolutely nuts. That's actually a really good challenge. That would actually be a really good challenge just, just to see to do. You know what? You could have asked me if I had a book. I could have let you read last night because for Christmas, one of my gifts um, was a book. Um, do you talk funny? Oh okay. So I'm not really sure if this was a, I'm going to help you out or if this is just a straight out insult on my podcast. Compliment. Yeah, this, this is what I'm trying to figure out. I still haven't figured it out yet. Um, I am interested to read it. I, I want to see. But, you know, I'm still a little, um, I'm a little bitter or confused. A little bitter. Yeah, I'm a little confused on, on what this means. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I have a, a podcast. I've had it up for a year now. All right. I, I've talked about, you know. This, this is what the cover says. <laughs> okay. Seven comedy habits to become a better and funnier public speaker. <laughs> Yes, okay. Dropping hints. Right. So this this is what I'm saying. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know. Yeah. To be determined. But I'm, I'm just letting you know that that I did have a book handy if you needed to read it last night. And, and we'll see what happens. I don't know, guys. You know, if the next couple months you notice I pick up my uh, funny game, you know, it, it could be the book. It, yeah. It could be. It could be You have a gift. gift giver to thank for it. I do. And yes. I will. And at that time, I'll come back and say, okay, you know, I don't, it might have been a, you know, maybe maybe an insult, but your insult maybe. inspired me. <laughs> yes. To, 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 and I am now talking funny. There I'm you now go. A, I'm a funny talker, right? I talk funny anyway. Um, right. <laughs> well, and then if you gave me the book, how was I going to read it? With the light on? Oh, correct. Right. Because on the, the Kindle, Kindle, it lights you, up. That's yes. what I'm saying. It is insane okay. how much we depend on that You're right. stuff. It is, and then my anxiety kicks in because, you know, I got a little bit of that. Right. Don't and we all? Like, don't we all? And I'm like, well, God, I, you know, hope everything's okay. Well, Mom and Dad have Melissa's number, which that was hysterical, too. My dad, I love him to death, <laughs> but we, like, I grew up beside, literally beside a swamp. I am as country as country gets. Um. And um, I called the house from Melissa's phone, which they obviously don't know the number. And I said, Daddy, because I'm Southern, I still call my dad Daddy. I do not call men Daddy ever in any circumstance. Just throwing that out there because it's weird. But anyway, because <laughs> right. I still call my father Daddy. It is Daddy. weird. We could talk about that too. <laughs> I still call my father. So I'm like, Daddy? And Daddy goes, oh, uh, no, there's no Betty here. <laughs> I was like, no, Daddy, it's me, Whitney. Mind you. I'm like, you know, I'm here. It's I was supposed to be here like, what, 3 or 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's 8 o'clock now in the evening because I got here. They had waited to eat dinner, so we ate dinner first. And anyway, I'm like, you know, I'm here. I'm eight. Okay. Yeah, All right. right, right, right. It's like, oh, wait, you're you're gone? You're not here upstairs? You know, <laughs> he's not he didn't even know at all. Right, right. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I could be in a ditch somewhere. Awesome. Right. Thank you. I think that's like men have it. I think that is a man thing, right? They don't, mm-hmm. they don't think like we do. Like I think if if that was coming across to like the like yesterday, not mm-hmm. hearing from you, like naturally, I'm like, okay, this is so out of character. I'm not sure a man would instantly, no, you know, maybe by the time ten o'clock rolls around, you know, maybe it's getting a little bit later at that point. But I don't think they're they're no. equipped for you know to, to think like that. No, I remember times growing up where like because dad has his own cabinet business and um 
he would be out hanging cabinets and he wouldn't be home. And I'd ask mom, is dad coming home? Have you heard from him? I mean, dad would be home because he builds cabinets at the shop right there at the house. I'm sorry. I'm not drunk. I promise. <laughs> um, and mom would be up. Mom likes to shop. And when mom goes shopping, she doesn't even have to buy anything. She just likes to look at everything in the store. Right. So I'd ask dad, have you heard from mom? Is she home? And dad's like, no, I haven't heard from her. Well, should I call her? No, she'll be home eventually. Right. Like my anxiety kicks in, but dad's like, oh, she'll be here. She's all right. fine. If something's yeah. wrong, she'd call us and, you know, my head's not, she's in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. Out. Exactly. Right, dad's right, like, right. no, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. So it, I think you're, most men, of course, there are exceptions. There but, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Most men don't immediately turn to that where we're worst case scenario. Absolutely. Which really sucks. Yeah. Let's go back to the daddy thing. <laughs> All right, because, you know, I think that is actually a very valid point. Uh, And I never actually understood that myself. Because when you think about that in those circumstances, do you really want to associate daddy with the exercise? I think because some people did not grow up referring to their father as daddy. Okay. It's a little bit easier for them. But daddy is still daddy by definition, right? Yeah. It doesn't like when you say daddy even if like I called well what else? So by definition like what else would would I have said maybe referring to him instead of like you said some people didn't refer to them as daddy. What what else maybe would you I guess dad. Okay, pops. still Close or about, some people refer to their father by his first name. I don't I don't know, but it's still like in my mind, I think every time I say dad or daddy, I get a mental picture of my father in my face. Yeah, because like I, they're they're or in my head. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter how you slice it, when I say that word, I associate my dad. Yeah, I like, didn't grow up calling my dad by his first name, which is Tommy, but... Uh, you do that now sometimes, though. I do, you when do he's do in that. trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or when I'm talking about him. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, when you're but, talking um, to me. But I think if I were to date a Tommy, calling him by name while being intimate would be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, no, see that, too. No, 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 no. I get that. So I, absolutely. I, get, I, don't, I don't know. Some people are, are okay with it, and, you know, to each his own. I had a guy that I dated when I first got to the Dominican Republic who... Um, tried to convince me that he could call me mommy and I could call him poppy. And I'm like, okay, Gabby, because his name right, is right, Gabby. Right, 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 And I'm right. not calling you poppy. I'm so, it just, it, it yeah, feels weird to me. It does. A lot of right? people do it. And some people, even married couples, call each other mom, you know, exactly. whatever. Right, right, like, right, Like, that's right. how they refer to each other. And, you know, whatever. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. When that's going on, I, the last person I want to think about is my father. That, that's what I'm saying, right? So so we're in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. A lot of people do do, do that or can like make they, that disassociation. And yeah. Like really get, who's your daddy? Like, and then like, the guy, like, honest to God, if I was in that situation and the guy I'm with is like, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I'd be like, Vincent? Yeah. Like, you Tommy know, get Jones. the fuck off me, dude. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I think I would even be put off if that happened. And, like, even if you're in, like, I don't know. I What an awkward thing. By the on a scale from 1 to 10, Dad, how uncomfortable are you with this conversation <laughs> right now? I just want to put that out there, too. But, yeah, right? But, ugh. Um, I actually, and I'm a teetotal bitch. I say what's on my mind, like, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. So there was a guy that I was dating one time, and, um, 
we were in the midst of, you know, the business and I don't remember exactly what happened, but he said or did something and I kind of made a nasty face at him and I was like, what, you want me to call you daddy? And he's like, yeah. And I went, I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally ruined the moment. Right. Right. Did he leave? No, he's too selfish for that. Oh, okay. Too yeah, yeah, selfish fair for enough. that. It's a guy who just kind of ruined it a little bit, but then, you know, yeah, yeah he shook it off. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Got the momentum back. Yeah, right? <laughs> too selfish. Speaking of my shenanigans, I, um, I tinder every once in a while, and that's more, I'm, I'm, you know, I did, I'm not going to find the man that I'm going to marry on there. You um, never know. That's true. You never that's know. That's true. I'm 29 and single, so I'm leaving my options open. Right. But, uh. Sometimes just for shiggles, right. shits and giggles, I'll uh, scroll through just to see who's there. Sure. See what comes up, especially when I'm over in the Dominican Republic because tourists come in, so you see all kinds of people. And anyway, so I'm swiping through. And the first picture that came up was a man and a woman. And they were looking for a female to enjoy them and have fun. We could twinder, Tinder that? <laughs> Apparently, you can do that on Tinder. Really? So it's like a Craigslist. Yes. So no, okay. I, All right. I originally thought Tinder might be like a step above. I, I don't want to throw the word classy in with Tinder. No, but, you know, maybe. Not right. How, apparently, it's not. Real, real quick. I just want to just I said we could do this. I just want everybody to know that was a curiosity question and not well, like, oh, adding oh, Tinder oh. the minute we stopped recording. <laughs> right? That just did not come across, right? All right. Sorry. Proceed. Um, so I screenshot that and sent it to my friend because I thought it was funny. Went to the next one and I noticed the guy was like had a very nice body and I don't usually go for like the muscle whatever like but he had a cute little face on him too and I saw he was 25 and I'm like eh, he's young I don't know and I was like well let me look at some more pictures so I scrolled through his other pictures and I'm like man he's very good looking like this right. guy is beautiful okay potentials yeah right? you know what else you know so I um I swiped right. You know, what the hell? Let's see what happens. Oh, yeah. Within like 10 minutes, you have a match and we match. And I'm like, well, all right. All right. So I go back to his profile and then I look a little bit farther into things. And, and I now see. you match. So now you're yeah. like, okay, the Tinder gods have spoken. Let's see what, you know. Let's, let's go. So I go through his, his little bio section and it says he's a go-go dancer. And I see that his um, Instagram is like linked to it so I can go through his Instagram photos. So there was a lot more. So now you're pure stalking. Oh, Let's just yeah. call it for what Straight it is. Straight stalking. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through his Instagram, and um, I'd say based on some of the pictures, it is a very good possibility that he does a little bit of dancing where his clothes come off. Okay. A little VIP yeah, action. Maybe. Okay. Um, All right. You know, maybe he's putting himself through law school. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. Okay. Magic you know Mike. I mean? He's I, Magic Mike in it. And who doesn't love Magic Mike? Right. That's you know what I'm saying. saying. You know what I mean? So now, exactly. now your interest is really peaked. Let's yes. be honest. And if he can <laughs> dance to the uh, Genuine's Pony, my God, he right. just moved up on the totem pole. You know what I'm saying? Right. Of course. Yes. So, uh... He starts messaging me, and I'm like, you know, whatever. And then I keep going through the pictures, and we're talking. And I'm going to be totally honest with you, Melissa. I would love to find a relationship. Being in a relationship would be great. You know, at this point in my life, I am looking, you know, a a significant other would be great. But just based on the way this guy looks, if it doesn't go past Netflix and chilling, I am totally okay with that. (laughs) It can be one Ah, night of Netflix and chilling. However, there will be a before, during, and after selfie, just so I have proof (laughs) and so I can put it on a t-shirt. Like, that's about a notch in the bedpost. Like, this is going to be 
top of the bedpost, number one notch t-shirt. I might even make like a banner and put it in my house. Like, right. Like I was here and yeah. the arrow He was to here. Every picture. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. And he wasn't sad about it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. that's exciting. That's uh that's fun stuff. Hell yeah. Right? I mean <laughs> Well what's funny is last night when we were talking about Tinder you actually, we've already told your phone mishap. So you um, used the phone because you wanted to show me the pictures of him. Yes. And I, I, I didn't will, think she'd I, believe me. And I, I mean, <laughs> right? Well, I, I will say this um, top notch on that post. I'm okay. Just saying. So I, I do want to hear the details if this happens. Uh, and mm-hmm. I would like to see the selfies. You, there's no shame yes. in my game. I'm calling it out. I'd yes. like to see these. Okay. If it happens, you're getting the selfies. All right. So it's going to be my Facebook profile <laughs> picture. Like, who are you kidding? Right. Okay. So the funniest part about that is um, you're like, okay, I'm going to take the app off just in case. Cause I, and all I could think is, damn it. Because how fun would that be to fuck with you that you do not realize your Tinder is on my phone and now now you're getting messages because I keep swiping right for you. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like I would love for that to have happened. Would have made a great podcast story in the future. But, you know, you shut it down. I did. You shut me down. I Whitney. shut you down. You I'm left sorry. a really good joke open for me and I, and I was seeing it. The creative juices were coming on this and you yes. knocked me down. I did. I, I, would, I do not. I cannot swipe right for you no I get enough weirdos without any help um I say weirdos I we actually talked about this last night I have been swiping since I've been home I've not been on any dates nothing has happened but again just entertainment purposes and like I matched with this one guy and he had a little bit of a a lazy eye but you know what oh right right (laughs) I'm not gonna judge you know what I'm saying like I'm not perfect so I thought you know what his profile says he likes to travel he's decent looking maybe you know we can talk whatever so I swiped right apparently he swiped right as well we matched we started chatting where do you work what do you do blah 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 like everything's cool and he asked me about New Year's Eve and our family tradition from when I was born so for almost 30 years now is we do New Year's Eve at my grandma's house so I told him you know we'll go to my grandma's have dinner whatever and he's like well I get off work at eight and then he proceeds to message me and say what do you say we get together when I get off work, get a hotel room, and have some fun before you go back? No, right? There had been no sexual, like, <laughs> nothing. Well, maybe he misread it with the lazy eye. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> right? I mean, that could happen. You know, That's at first possible. you noticed it, and you're like, you know, this, this won't be a problem for me. But in the end, maybe that was a problem. Maybe there's a little miscommunication because, you know, his eye was a all little I, off. All I could think, and I immediately unmatched, like, and I'm sorry. I'm guessing he thought that because I'm only in town for a certain amount of time that I was looking for that. Right. But my response to that is I have plenty of options over when I'm um, in the Dominican because the city where I live is very a big vacation spot. Resorts, tourists coming and going all the time. So when these guys who are looking to have a good time, see my blonde hair, they're like, oh, tourist, yes. And they're like, swimwear. Right. So, <laughs> swimwear. I, you know, Smore. it's, yeah, so I, I have plenty of options. It's not because I'm beautiful or because I'm rich or whatever. It's because they they think I'm rich or that, you know, I'm an easy target. But like I said, I get plenty of stimulation below stairs or have the option, you know, when I'm there. I was looking for someone to stimulate my brain, have a decent conversation with, and right. this guy apparently was not looking for that, and I guess I should have put that in my profile. Right. <laughs> so now here's the question. Have you met anybody that personally that you've met on Tinder? 
I have I met up with one guy. Okay, because I, I do hear about Tinder a lot now. This is obviously mm-hmm. very popular now. I'm sure if you're if you're listening, you have heard about Tinder. Maybe even use it. Um, there is one dating site. I guess it's dating site. It's called POF. Plenty of fish. Yes. Okay. That one, uh, I'm not saying it's not a dating site, but I'm saying that I've heard it's more of a let's hook up and have a good time. That was or my the, experience. Okay. So is Tinder supposed to be that? Or is Tinder supposed to be a let's just, let's make friends. I want to make, like, what is the, the thing behind Tinder? Because I'm not familiar you know, with it. I just have heard of it. I know what it's about, the swipe, you know. Um, but I'm not sure if that's... I really think a lot of people probably use it for hooking up. Um, some okay. Some people might use it for something a little bit more serious. Okay. Um, so if he suggested that and thought that, then maybe it's because that is a normal thing, maybe mm-hmm. for Tinder. If you swipe right, we're, you know... Mm-hmm. We're hitting the sheets. Let's it's just happening. call it for what it is, right? Maybe. We're doing it. It, it. This is it. This is you swipe white and and you know shit gets hard on on, on the other end. You know what I'm saying? May, uh, yeah, maybe. But right? listen, homie, I have morals and standards. Right? No, 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 no. I get it. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know if like the belief <laughs> the, is. You know what with I mean? The like it's, selfie. I have morals. Right? Because I. I <laughs> I'm just kidding. He just didn't look good enough, and that sounds so superficial. Right. But it's the truth. Okay, so let me ask you a question. If the top-notch Magic Mike said that to you, would you have had a different attitude? Yes. (laughs) What hotel, and do you need me to pay in advance? Okay, (laughs) so there's this honesty system, right? Girl talk. Yes. This is what happens. We can do this, right? Okay. Um, All right. (laughs) Let me say, for the record, though, the one guy from Tinder that I did meet, like, it was a legit, like, date. Like, right. we went and we had coffee. There wasn't even a kiss. We've messaged since then. Like, it's, it was not a hookup. Nothing right. has happened. I haven't even seen him since then. We messaged, but he doesn't live in the same town I do, so we haven't even seen each other. But um, I'm assuming some people use it for that. Um, right. Now, have you used dating sites? Because we've actually talked about this before on the podcast, and you being so far away, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. are not involved in some of these conversations. So have you used, well, obviously, you're using Tinder, and you said you did have an experience with POF. Okay. So do you actually go and and meet, like, do you not have a fear of, of... just meeting somebody on something like that and and then going to meet like do you meet obviously you would meet in a public place right so I guess that part of the fear <laughs> I would now I wish I got that face on camera <laughs> because I just got a total different impression of what they might um, but my so my question is is yeah, that doesn't fear you a little any now um, yes okay um, plenty of fish and this was done back. Like, in college, this was a while back, I met two guys from Plenty of Fish. One of them, yes, I did meet in a public place, but that turned into Netflix and chill. Okay, And then one right. guy just came to the house, and there wasn't much Netflixing and a lot of chilling. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. But that was also, like I said, that was back in college. Now, um, even when the guy was like, let's get a hotel room, I'm like, first of all, why can't I come to your house? Right. So, right, right. What's like, going on there? It, right. And right. I don't, I would definitely want to meet in a public place and people would know where I was and what I was going. Right. Okay. You know, like, 
I wouldn't just because the whole online dating thing worries me. Uh huh. It does. It scares me. It worries me. It's you know what I mean. And of course, we've talked about this before. I mean, Jesus, you know, the sidewalk worries me. So it, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's not saying much, but you know what I mean. Like it really, really does. And so um, I think when we had the conversation, it was with Kim, who is, as you know, is complete stranger danger. So she's like, oh hell no. But to get it from the other perspective is interesting. Like I'd like to mm-hmm. hear you know that. Like so you know, do. I mean, obviously, if, if if you do it or have done it, or my friend, other friends who have done it, they, they don't have the fear, or else obviously they, they wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. But to get into the mind of, of you know, okay, then what? Like, there's not that one thing like, oh, maybe this guy is, you know, deranged. Like, there's mm-hmm. you, you just don't naturally. Your mind doesn't go there. No, and I think part of what has been, with me being where I am in the Dominican Republic, where I live, the building is are all people that work with me. Right. So I don't shit where I eat. I'm not going to have some stranger show up at my door because everyone I work with, like their kids, see him come in and go out. And it's almost, it's not like living with your parents, but it's almost like you don't get to come to my apartment until I'm ready to introduce you to the family. You know what I mean? Yes, Because absolutely. even coming and right. going from the building, people people see it. So um, I'm a little bit more cautious. And because, you know, other people, that's where their family lives. And you bring some stranger in, you know. Right, I'm, of course. You take everyone else into consideration. I have, I was a bit more reckless when I was here and I had my own place, um, which was stupid. Right, well, I mean, you were young. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm still young. Don't talk like that. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you were in college. No, you yeah. said college before. I'm yes. saying the college word, okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Just you exploration, know what I mean. whatever. Right, exactly. So that was... That was that. Um, I've done lots of stupid things in my day, um, and I continue to do stupid things. It's a part of living, I guess. It is a part of living, right? I mean, who 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 could not say they do stupid things? And yeah. that's not necessarily. Stu- I'm, I'm not saying that thousands of people do it. Thousands of very intelligent. You're a very intelligent. Pro- like it doesn't make you dumb for yeah. doing. Like it really doesn't. But it is, like I said, the the side of me that's like. Wow, because like when I hear someone's meeting someone through, and like I said, for some reason, POF really, that one, and I think it's because it's, it's, it's more of a, like, like you said, more of a hookup type thing. So I mm-hmm. think that's like, you just, you don't know what you're, yeah. who you're getting into. You don't know the person. I don't know. They just, they naturally worry me. So I get yeah. worried, you know, with stuff like that. But, um, but we actually know a comedian who, um, uh, right, we could say his name, right? It doesn't matter. I, I don't think so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying Jiggy, right? I'm calling sure. him out for what it is, right? But he talks about it all the time. He tinders everywhere he goes, and he travels all, all over. over the place. Yeah, and he'll, he'll uh, as a matter of fact, in his... Uh, in his skit, he has one of his stories, which which I thought was uh, hilarious, is he actually told the story. Because, you know, you, sometimes you got to put out there and put out the funny shit. And I think it's hilarious. But he said he saw this girl. He was traveling. was like, oh, okay. You know, they ended up, you know, he swiped right. And they ended up being a match. And she wrote to him and said, um, I'm sorry. I, I meant to actually swipe left on this one. And it was oh an God. accident. Yeah. So like, and he'll tell that story and his things and how he was like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but how insulting is, is like, that? Like, you know, I think if I did that, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm, you're only in the area you for can, a couple days. Well, I'm sorry. I'm actually not going to be around. Like I, I would nicely well, put him, like, you know, Tinder, turn him you don't down. even have to turn him down. You just hit unmatch. Oh, really? And then they can't message you and it's done. So she was a bitch on purpose. She was just being an asshole. Ah, uh, 
okay. Like, maybe she thought she was being nice, but no. Right. Yeah, you don't do that. That is rude, right? That's completely rude. That's very rude. And, you know, like, seriously, her loss. Who the hell wouldn't want to hang out with him? I'm just, yes. I'm just saying, right? You know what I mean? Hilarious. He's a fun guy. Like, who the hell would not want to let her loss? Yes. You know, if you're listening out there, bitch, you're lost. Exactly. That's all I got to say Speaking of traveling, I have to share this story. So, when I was leaving Punta Cana... I was going from Punta Cana to Philadelphia, Philadelphia to uh, Virginia, which is where I get off because uh, it's the closest airport to where I live. Um, and when I was leaving Punta Cana, there was an hour delay on my flight leaving the Dominican Republic. And I only had an hour and 22 minute layover in Philadelphia. And you have to go through like customs, immigration, all that stuff, check your sure. bags 47 times, answer questions, whatever. So I go to the counter and I'm like, oh, ma'am, mind you, there had been de- like weather delays and maintenance and stuff all day long. So people had just been losing their shit on these poor people that work there that it's not their fault. Right. They have of no course. Control, so. Yeah. But sometimes we can't help it, though. I'll, yeah. I'll admit that. Like, I've been there, you know. So I was being eBay. nice. <laughs> PBR. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah. I was trying to be nice to the lady. I'm like, ma'am, um, I'm not going to have a functioning phone when I get into the United States, and I really don't want to have to spend the night in Philadelphia, so I really need to make this flight because it was the last one out that evening. What can I do to ensure that I make it through? Like, you know, can is there some way we can, once I land, they can radio somebody and, you know, hold the plane, she's coming, whatever, what can I do? She kind of looks at me, and she waits, and she goes, well, wheelchairs get priority. Let's order you a wheelchair. No way. So she orders me a wheelchair. No way. I've How been, awesome is she? I've been walking around the terminal for like two hours. Right, right. And they show up with this wheelchair and I just kind of plop down in it and I'm sitting there. <laughs> and I feel like it, like I feel so bad because I don't need it. No, you don't. Let's be honest. I don't You were getting it. home. You didn't give a shit. All right. No, I did feel bad no, because the guy yeah. comes up to me and this pissed me off. He's like, um, and he's smiling real big and he's talking real slow. Um, ma'am, can we see your boarding pass? And I'm like, yeah, here. Right, 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 right. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with anything else in me either, but there's nothing wrong with my mental capability. Right, like, right, don't right. Talk exactly. like I'm Just because I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the in wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, no, I agree. What so the hell? I give him the boarding pass and I'm sitting there and everyone in the terminal is like just kind of looking at me and I'm, then they're looking at my feet. Like, do my feet have to look funny for me to be in a wheelchair? <laughs> right. What are you doing? They're trying to eye. Well, you know, it's probably the same people who saw you walk around for two hours before you plopped your ass in the wheelchair. That's what they're looking at. So I'm right. starting to get angry, but then they start boarding the flight. And, of course, they wheel me all the way up to the airplane door. And they're right. like, can you get to your seat? And I was like, uh, yeah, I just have bad knees. I can't walk long distances. <laughs> like, I didn't know right. what to say. What do you say? I don't want to get the girl in trouble. So what do you say? So anyway. I go, I get on the plane, and I heard there was this little fella in front of me. He was actually a cheerleader for Virginia Tech, but he was a sweet little fella. He had been raised in a military family, very yes ma'am, no ma'am, no sir, whatever. And he called me ma'am, and I was offended because I'm not that old. But anyway, he was going to be on the same flight, so I turned around and I told him, I'm like, listen, this is what the lady did. She got me a wheelchair so that I can get through the thing. If you want to, I'll say you're my traveling companion, that you know, you're know you traveling with me, and you can skip lines too so that you can make the same flight. Pay it forward. Yeah. I love it. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. That's great. So I get off the plane, and there's a lady waiting for me, Whitney Jones, with a wheelchair to push me. That was the whole no! point. That was no! the whole point to get me through Philadelphia quicker. 
So she's got the wheelchair and I get in it and I'm like She's holding a sign. Yeah. Your name is I, on it. No, she no. called my name. Were you expecting this? Yes. So you did know that this I was, knew it was gonna... coming because <laughs> that was what was gonna get me through. I get to skip lines because I'm in a right. wheelchair. Right, right, right. So they she's pushing me through and she's huffing and puffing and I feel awful. Like I feel so bad. And the little fellow with me is like, Let me take your luggage. I'm like, dude, you know I'm okay. I'll right, take my, right, right, right. Give me the book back. Right. You're like on a free fast pass. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I get in the wheelchair, I'm like, This is my friend Kate. Well, first of all, I thought he said his name was a uh, Caleb, but he was like, uh, Caleb. Oh. So I introduced him to the wheelchair lady as a uh, Caleb, and that's not his name. <laughs> Did he correct you? No, no but okay. I found out later because we kept, I'm like, where are you from? How old are you? Meanwhile, I told this lady he had been traveling with me. He was my buddy, and we were friends, and he came to visit me in the Dominican right, Republic, right. but I don't know shit about him. <laughs> right. I know she was like, what is going on? No, she was like, okay, they totally just met on Tinder, okay? That's <laughs> That's what's happening here. <laughs> so he's going with me and she's pushing me through and we get to the like the security check metal detector things and she's like trying to push me through and I'm like I can get up and walk in. No ma'am, it's okay. It's fine ma'am. And I'm like no no, really. Let me walk. Right, like, right, I right, right, right. So bad. So I go through. But at this point, you're committed, though. Because what you're going to do, you're going to, like, you know, I know you've seen one of those comedies where, like, someone's in a wheelchair or whatever, and someone's pranking someone, and then they just get up and start walking. Like, nothing. Like, you know what I mean? You're committed. You got to stay in yeah. You got to stick it out to the end at this point. So you she's, know? And she's got to go backwards down places with a slope, and it's just, it, it's a whole ordeal. And meanwhile, I'm like, God. Feel bad. I feel awful. And I'm like, should I act like I can't feel my feet? Like, right. what should I do? <laughs> right. So anyway, should I be crying out in pain? Yeah. We yeah. finally get to where the bus is going to take me from one terminal from like A to F or whatever where I needed to be, and then it was just a matter of walking from there to my gate. And I'm like, let I can get it from here. I'm okay. I don't have to go that far. And I stand up, and the guy waiting at the the like little trolley bus stop thing was like, ma'am, are you sure you're okay? Here, have a seat. And he's moving coats. I'm like, dude, I'm fine. Right, right, right. right dude, right. I'm okay. So I made it and I got home. And, and Caleb made it? And Caleb made it. He made oh, it. Caleb. Thanks to you. <laughs> he made it home. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but the worst part was there was like no lines. Like there was no one in the airport. No way. You wouldn't have been delayed. I thought, I mean, and then like, <laughs> the flight we were leaving on was late. The plane was actually late arriving. So I would have made it anyway. I felt so. I tipped the lady. Like I didn't know what else to do. I felt really bad. Um, and then I told him. In Philadelphia, I told the flight, the ladies at the desk, I'm like, look, they ordered me a wheelchair, but the Norfolk airport is really small. I don't need it. It's only for long distances. I'll be fine. And she's like, okay, you're good. But she doesn't type anything in the computer. So then when I get off the plane in Norfolk, there's like three wheelchairs waiting. No. I just kept walking. I didn't tell anyone my name. I just kept right, rolling. At I that kept point. on rolling. Because the, the legit thing about this is I'm assuming your family's waiting for you at the at the other end. Your parents uh-huh. are waiting for you. What would Tommy and Kathy have oh, said? I already told them. Oh, you did tell I them. I messaged oh, okay. them from the airport and I was okay. like, All I'm right. sitting in a wheelchair right now. <laughs> okay. They thought it was the funniest thing. Dad <laughs> told me that I should pee on myself to make it more realistic. Because I told right. them. Like, because I'm sitting right. in the, I'm sitting there wait, at the gate waiting, and I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom, but do I ask someone to wheel me to the bathroom, or right, do I just get up exactly. and walk? Like, right, right. I don't know what to do. He's like, just peeling yourself, then they'll really believe it. <laughs> Good old Tommy. 
That's amazing. I did not pee on myself. I held it till we got on the plane. And then I, you have to wait for the stupid seatbelt sign to go off. I thought it was going to explode. Right, right. So, see, that was a little bit of karma. I'm just yeah. going to call it for what yeah. it is, you know? But it wasn't my idea. The no, lady I know. It. Well, you know, I didn't see you refuse. You no. know, I'm just putting that out there. I was trying I'm to just, get home. Just saying. I was trying to get home. Right. I love traveling. I love seeing places, meeting new people, experiencing Absolutely. new things. But the actual travel, like airport to airport, that stuff stresses me out. I absolutely and hate it. And it's exhausting. Oh, I hate it. It's exhausting yes. to go through all that. Oh, yes. yeah. I agree with you 150%, both points. Like, I love it, but that part is definitely Sucks. exhausting. There's Sucks. been times I've come home before from, like, doing the traveling or, like, from the recordings or whatever, and I come home, and it doesn't hit me while I'm there, thank God, because, you know, being out for even half the day mm-hmm. while I'm trying to, to work and, and do this would be a disaster f- for me, but... um. But the very second uh, you get that final landing and you get home and my body has just ached. I'm like, I, I think I got the flu. Like, I'm, yes. and I just hit the bed and I wake up and the next day I'm 100%. But I've gone yes. to bed at like six or seven, like as soon as I've gotten home. I mean, it's, it's exhausting. It is. It really is exhausting when you're doing it like that. And my, what the thing that I wonder is, is it easier on people who don't have anxiety problems like I do? I don't know because I can't answer that for you because you know what? Guess what? And I feel like even if you don't have anxiety, that's one situation that's going to strike right. it up. Like even if you don't struggle, that's one situation where you're yeah. going to have it. Because And you know what? There are people who do it on the daily. That is their job. They yes. travel for work and it's on the daily, not the monthly, not the every couple months, not the week, like daily basis. I have one friend who just went, you know, from California to Arizona to Alaska on mm-hmm. her business trips. I mean, she is all over the place. I I couldn't have I couldn't. No, that's couldn't. not something I want to make part of my everyday life. No, Ooh. absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, you know, I have to say, I'm just going to cut off here and I'm going to say, because we are getting close to time, I'm, I don't know if I'm disappointed because I'm a little bit of a shit starter here. I'm not sure, but you know, I kind of felt like you took it easy on Vint. I don't know. We came hard at you a couple times and I'm just saying this was, you know, Whitney's revenge and I feel like, you know, maybe you're the better person. Maybe we could call it that. Well, you know, know what? You got to give Scott from Arizona a little bit of credit for that. Okay. You All know, right. I right. really <laughs> took his letter to heart. Okay. He didn't appreciate the fact that I attacked Vin when Vin wasn't here to defend himself. Right. Okay. So, you know, we'll have to do this again when he's here and we'll do it all in person. Yes. Um, but here's one thing I am going to tell you, Scott from Arizona. You don't like it. Don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's forcing you. Right. I agree with that. I've actually gone on record to say that myself. Don't write in. Who do you think you are? It, do not. I don't want to hear your opinion. Everybody else's except Scott from Arizona. Yeah, Scott. Right. I agree with that. Right. Yeah, Scott. He doesn't like it. He could have tuned it out. We don't need you as a listener, Scott. Why does he sit and listen to the whole thing? I don't know. Right. He didn't like it so much, but I didn't see him turning the damn thing off. And you know what? Right. On Tinder, I matched with a Scott from Arizona. He swiped right. <laughs> so you know what, Scott? You weren't that offended. Right. There you go. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love it. All right. Well, we're at time. We are. Why does it fly? Because it's fun. It is. That is the only explanation for what's happening right now. The shit show is fun. I agree. But you know what? I'm not letting you leave the States without doing another episode. Sounds good. So we're going to have you on. You know what? Next week, you're going to be hearing from Whitney again. All right. How do you feel about that, Vin? You're on vacation again, Vin. Vin. Vin's okay with it. Scott from Arizona. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Right, right. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I hope everybody's off to a fantastic new year. Yes. And uh, you will hear from us next week. We'll, Absolutely. We'll, we will be back. Yes. We're back. And we're going to talk about that. I want to see how you feel about my we're back. Okay. That's to come. Okay. All right. This is Mel. <laughs> and Whitney. And we're out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Humorous theme song is brought to you courtesy of our very beautiful and extremely talented friend, El Sida. Go find her on Facebook today, like her music, and go find a show near you. I promise you will not regret it. From the time that it started to the time you called me yours, there was love but it was so distorted, and I never wanted. You hid underneath my porch Thinking that you'd get another answer Than the one I gave that broke your heart